Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. You are listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction, Blog Talk Radio Show, founded to increase the national awareness of black women in the construction industry. NABWIC is the charge and takes the charge for black women to advocate for further opportunities to its members. Our mission as a core foundation is to strengthen the building blocks of new educational, entrepreneurial, professional, and social network connections. The vision of NABWIC is to build long-lasting strategic partnerships with first-rate organizations and individuals that will provide groundbreaking and innovative solutions for black women in construction and their respective communities. We invite you to call or text or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to NABWIC Talks. I'm your host, Jada Williams, and it gives me great pleasure to be in the studio this morning. I have to ask you, just like the commercial just said, to please follow, like, and share on all your social media platforms that you are hanging out with NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction, or head over to our website at www.navwick.org and engage with us. Check out all of the latest, hottest things that's going on in NABWIC world, and of course, our calendar, all the different committees and how you can volunteer and participate. Of course, we'd love to remind you, don't forget to hit that Join Now button. Yes, you go directly to our website and you can become one of our newest members. Get shirted and pinned at our next local or national event. Can't wait to see you join NAPWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. As always, we have an action-packed show planned for you today and continuing to roll on through this Black History Month just blazing. We also have in the studio this morning no other than the master builder herself, Ms. Ann McNeil, and of course, Jackie Perry of JP and Associates, and Ursula Odom of Sula 2, helping you with your book writing process. Good morning, Ann. How are you? Jada, 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 I tell you, every week, if I were in better, I would be you. And today, Jada, we're talking about one of my favorite subjects of all time, and that is a maverick shero, a woman admired or idealized for her courage, outstanding achievements, or noble qualities. I tell you, my mom comes to mind, Jada, uh, Dr. Heights, one of the founders of Delta and NCNW comes to mind, uh, Dr. Barbara Cherry Shula comes to mind, so many women that I can think of in my own life, but of course the show's not about me today. I want to remind <laughs> I want to remind 
Yes, Jada, that we are the voice, not just the voice of black women in construction. We're the voice of this industry of construction. And it gives me great honor and pleasure as the founder and chief inspiration officer to welcome all of our listeners. We want to remind everybody to please comment, like, and share the show and subscribe to our YouTube channel. But right now, I want you to text two people and ask them to come on this show with us today and for them to press one on their dial and 714-459-3918, our NABWIC Talks radio number. Again, if you want to call into the show, you don't have to be a member to do this. Dial 714-459-3918 if you're listening on podcast or wherever you're listening from. Please call in and share your Shiro. You can be a woman. You can be a man. You can be black. You can be white. We want to pay tribute to the Shiro's in our life today because without them, we wouldn't be here for many of us. So, Jada, as always, let's get this party started. You already know, as always, let's get this party started. Thank you so much. And, of course, as Ms. Ann has already said, the show is not about us, her. But, you know, Ann McNeil, you are the founder of NAVWIC. The spirit of the leader is the spirit of the group. So we always have to give a special shout-out to you, for you know that you are in many of our hearts and are one of our favorite sheroes in NAPWIC. But don't get caught slipping because it's not only the founder that's magical in NAPWIC world, Ms. Ann. You have a, a organization full of members like no other than Ms. Deborah Thompson, Ms. Shelley Ransom Jackson. Some of our members are the first in their perspective specific niches as building directors, officials, um, all types of individuals in NAVWIC, women and men, making history, paving the way for the next to come through through NAVWIC World. So, yes, go check out our website. You'll see the board of directors. You'll check out our member base. Just click on the name, call them, email, check out the the committee to get to know also the different NAPWIC members. Listen, there are some special gems, some diamonds in this membership that you want to get to know and or connect with. We're making history every day, and we're going to continue to make history in NAPWIC world. As Ann already said, yes, please, 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 today we are full of so much love during this Valentine's Day week and just continuing to want to make impactful experiences as we are making history. We would love for you to please call into the studio. Yes, how often do we do this? Call into the studio at 714-459-391. Hey, we have to keep it tight. One to two minutes. Again, one to two minutes on sharing your story, your moment, or giving a special shout-out to your Shiro. So, 
Moving right along, we're going to take a quick commercial break. But when we come back, we do have some special guests in the studio that's ready to share some impactful words and stories on their sheroes after this commercial break on NAPWIC Talks. Well, my name is Robin Donaldson from Tampa, Florida. My business, Renew Construction Services, we provide construction services, um, specifically large event cleaning and janitorial services, as well as janitorial supplies. NABWIC saved my life. It gave me life. It blew life into me uh, because I had found myself in school studying for architectural design, and I did not have an exit plan. So anyone out there who is or who has a dream and do not know how to implement that dream, I would highly, highly recommend NABWIC as a place to start because there you're going to get your foundation, you're going to understand your why, you're going to create a plan, and then you're going to be taught how to implement that plan. And when I started with NABWIC, again, I was in school, I just started the company, I was doing residential cleaning, and as a result of everything that I've learned and implemented, I went from the toilet bowl to the Super Bowl, and I couldn't say it any better than that. And she couldn't say it any better than that. The commercials, Nabwick, we don't lie. Hey, we are putting it out there for you to see. If we can do it, if our members can do it, you can do it too. That was one of our sisters under the Nabwick umbrella, Robin Donaldson. She literally took her janitorial services, her business, from, as she would say, cleaning toilets to the Super Bowl. But we know Robin has put that work in and built her company up to be able to go after larger contracts and win at the last Super Bowl in Tampa, Florida. Hey, welcome back to NAPWIC Talks. Today, our special guest, we are commenting and sharing or giving shout-outs to our sheroes during this National Black History Month. In NAPWIC world, we like to say we're making black history every day. So in the studio this morning, we have our very own incoming national president, Dr. Esther Lambert and Ms. Diane King from our Jacksonville, Florida area. Good morning, ladies. How are you, Dr. Lambert and Ms. King? Maybe there's a lot of excitement in the studios this morning coming off of mute on the <laughs> microphone. I know Dr. Esther Lambert has some amazing stories and a special shout-out that she would like to give coming all the way from Jamaica. Dr. Lambert, are you ready? I'm ready. Yes, go ahead. Your phone line is open. Oh. Yes, Dr. Lambert, your microphone is open. We can hear you in the studio well. Okay. 
you so much for having me and um, giving me the opportunity to talk about my Shiro. And I have been fortunate to have been raised in a strong Shiro. Um, but my my main Shiro is my mom. Um, my mom my mom has been such a phenomenal force in my life, in my siblings' lives, as well as the lives of everybody she touches. And um, I'm still I'm fortunate that she's still alive. She is 93 years old and very tech-savvy, so I am in constant contact with her. But one of the things that makes her so phenomenal is that as the mother of nine children with a husband who worked away from home most of the time, she decided that at age 40, she was going to go back to school. And so she started off, she said she went back to school because she wanted to be able to help her kids with their schoolwork. And that drove her to go to um Start, literally start teaching. She, she became a, a preacher, what we called back then in Jamaica, a pre-trained teacher after she went back to night school to get her high school equivalent um, certification. And then she went to teacher's college, which I don't know how she did it. She was traveling back and forth because she had to live on campus. And that then transportation was not so readily available um, to So I don't know how she did it, but she did. And um, we're proud. After that, she went on to teach for over 20, 20, 30, 30 years before retirement. And then after retirement, she actually became a a contracting um, teacher for, for kids who dropped out of high school. So, she set that example. As a result of of her going back to school, she changed the trajectory of her kids' lives. And um, four of her children, including myself, are people with doctoral degrees. So it just goes to show that when women decide to do what they have to do, they can impact the lives of their children and as well as the world. Yes, indeed. When a woman's mind is made up, she is a force to be reckoned with. So amazing. Such a phenomenal story. Nine kids, four doctors, all professionals, and she went back to college or just to get her basic education at the age of 40? Yes, she did. She did. She started with her business. And then from there, she was able to go to teacher's college and get her teacher training certification. Um, so, you know, her being, her being the person who she is um, influenced her kids as well as um, influenced so many other people she came in touch with. I remember this one um, gentleman, he was a young kid at the time. And he finished school, but he was basically could not read, but he decided that he wanted to do something with his life, and my mom taught him how to read. And um, no matter how people were laughing at him, she encouraged him to go on, and today he has his um, 
he has his graduate degree and he is a minister um with 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 a major church that he is he's leading so um you know she is there is she has this gift of teaching that I have, and I myself am a trained teacher, so I've been around teachers. But her gift of teaching is so phenomenal that there is hardly anybody who she has touched, who she, whose life, whose life she has not changed. Absolutely amazing. Phenomenal. Thank you so much, Dr. Lambert, for sharing that story and those special moments about your mother. Please. Stay in the studio and hang out more. We want to definitely hear some more from you, but we're just going to keep it moving right along because we know the phone lines are burning up and we are actually getting some good engagement on our different social media platforms of members and our just our listeners dropping comments on their Shiro. We also have in the studio this morning Miss Diane King Flowers out of Jacksonville, Florida. Good morning, Ms. King Flowers. How are you? And welcome to Navwick Talks. Good morning. Glad to be here. Thank you, Jada, very much for that um, warm welcome. Yes, indeed. So who is the Shiro that you would like to drop a couple of comments on, share some stories, or show some special love to this morning? Well, good morning. Um, just a couple of them. Um, becoming an entrepreneur really came through the Mary Kate world back in 1990, and I was really um, um, mentored through that that era back in the 90s. So you, you know, you never stop. You don't forget your humble beginnings, but because that's why I learned how to become an entrepreneur, and then uh, stepping out of corporate um, in 20, um, 2000, excuse me, in 2002, um, becoming an independent agent, leaving the corporate world. Um, I met Miss Deborah Thompson, who was out there doing her thing. That long ago, she don't have been really that 20 years. I've met her that long ago, just kind of watching her in the community, just doing all that she does as an incredible woman, and in um, encouraging. She had the Black Chamber back then, and just encouraging people entrepreneurs that come to the Black Chamber, so that really kept me moving forward as being an independent person after leaving corporate America and just, just watching her in the community. And then um, four years ago, Miss Deborah, I, I, I watched her in the community. We weren't really had a relationship or anything, but um, I, but I felt led to call her in 2018 and um, just find out how she was doing because I would see her every now and then. I didn't see her on a regular basis. She's no longer the, the Black Chamber. And then she invited me to Tampa to join a group of women of which I had no had never heard of um, called um, National Social Black Women in Construction. Just the name itself just struck me because I was interested in construction and I was shocked. I was like, is there such a thing as the black women in construction? Wow. So um, so I appreciate that. She wrote herself, um, Deborah Thompson, and then introduced me to the group and then to, to Miss Incredible, Miss Ann McNeil, and um, didn't know there was all so much attached to Miss Ann McNeil. I just got, I, I went there and saw these incredible women. So, so as I can say, it's a combination of sheroes, but I kind of want to give you a little bit of my journey, how I even got this far. And I'm just so happy to um, be a part of such an incredible group of ladies, getting to know Ann McNeil and all, of, all that she's tied up with. Really appreciate all that she's doing to help women in business, period all over the place. So, so long story short, other people I'm sure might want to also share, but I just kind of want to talk about my journey and my appreciation for starting my Mary Kay career and then moving into independent businesses with Deborah Thompson and then on to Navwick. And that's my story. If you had any other questions, I'll be happy to answer, but I don't want to continue to hold the line. 
Oh, well, thank you so much, Miss Diane King-Flowers. And, yes, of course, Miss Deborah Thomas, one of our uh, – well, one of our NAB Week heroes, but she is our emeritus. So all of NAB Week members could just feel the love and the impact that Ms. Deborah has in NAB Week and, of course, in Jacksonville, Florida, with all of the work that she does there and our illustrious founder, Ms. Ann McNeil. I don't think anyone knows how much, Ms. Ann, when you first meet her. Because just like you, Ms. Diane, she is so humble, quiet. She just stands there and will look at you through those red glasses. But I've learned over the years, once she starts looking at you and squinting through those red glasses and maybe a hand go up and touch them, hey, she is masterminding some magic there. So it is such a beautiful thing that she really pours into all of her different relationships that she has uh, across the world with individuals. So thank you so much for sharing, Ms. Diane King-Flowers, out of Jacksonville, Florida. And you are one of our quiet, humble sheroes as well. Ms. Diane King-Flowers, guys, audience, she's one of our sheroes. She will go and ask that question and will get you that money for your business or organization here in NABWIC. So thank you so much, Ms. King-Flowers, for sharing those comments. We also have... Oh, my gosh, I can't wait for the mics to continue to open up. These KKKs are rolling in, and these are the capital letters of these powerhouse women's names. We have no other than our outgoing president, Ms. Kimberly Naylor, and then Ms. Kendi Ward in the studio popping off their seats to share their comments or stories on their sheroes. Good morning, Vice. Oh, so excited. Good morning, President Kimberly Naylor. How are you? Well, I am doing good because for first and foremost, I can talk again after two weeks. Um, good morning, everyone. Good morning, everyone. This is an amazing topic to talk about our sheroes. I think all of us have been impacted, as has already been stated, by our founder, Ann McNeil. I share it with someone that, um, you know, someone is committed. If they live in Miami, Florida, and they travel to Detroit, Michigan, in the winter, in December, to meet with someone, that's a commitment because most of us northerners are trying to go in the opposite direction at the end of December. So she has very uh, been very impactful on my life and truly a shero that helped me see a whole industry that I was totally removed from, even though most of my family had been Thank in the construction you. space and we had considered starting a construction company. Um, so I thank her for that. Um, and, yes, yeah, she is truly a, a shero in this, in this uh, organization. Um, my shero is truly my mother, a mother of ten. Um, I have nine siblings. I'm the eighth child, and I often told my mom, um, you could have stopped at seven and left me in heaven. I would have understood. Ten children is a handful. But she continued to lead us, and I saw my mother in her journey of uh, nurturing us and following her spiritual path and doing what she thought was best for her children. Uh, She found herself what I call the married single woman, where there's a husband, but mom's doing all the work to get it done. And she tirelessly served her children and her family. And she was from a family of 10 herself, and she took care of her siblings and their families. She was truly an anchor 
in our family, a true matriarch, and she just cured the baton for our family. So she is my first and foremost uh, she-ro. And then <clears throat> being from a large family and the eighth child, it was easy to be lost in the shuffle. It's like, is there anything left down the line here? And I had an amazing neighbor. Her name is Mrs. Miss Curie Doss. I'll never forget her because she took it up on herself to make sure there was adequate love for me. My mom had a set of twins when I turned about two and a half, so there wasn't a lot of time for me, and my neighbor just took me and Miss Carrie Doss, and she supported me until I probably was about 10 years of age, and my mom sent me to a school in Ohio. But I'll always treasure her because she gave me an anchor in being valued and cared for and to know myself as a person. She was augmented with my grandmother, who also took to me and made sure that I had enough love. And that's critical for a young child, to make sure they have a good anchor and love so they have adequate self-love and self-worth. And that was the journey that helped me always believe that there would be someone for me, despite what I was going through. And so as I continued to develop as a woman, <clears throat> coming into my own, it was, it were, there were some challenges with my own self-worth and value. And so I met Susan Taylor. She had articles called In the Spirit of the Essence Magazine, which I believe is no longer in circulation. I didn't have enough money to buy the magazine, but every month I would go to the grocery store, stand at the counter, and read the entire article, not even having $3 in my pocket. And I had the honor to meet Susan Taylor during a Dr. King celebration and Black History Month, and um, she actually invited me to be a part of her mentoring circle of mentoring youth. And I have worked with Susan Taylor since that time. It's been a delight to see someone who had a healthy, full-fledged career in the emeritus of essence, and she forego her wonderful, luxurious life of retirement to serve children in our nation and founded the National Cares Mentoring Movement. And I serve on her Detroit chapter board, and she is truly an icon of a shero with someone who had so much love for others, even at this stage, 70-plus, when she could be sitting on the lake shores of her property in the Virgin Islands. She's opted to be on the front lines for black children so they can see that there's a future that they can create. So those are my sheroes in celebrating during Black History Month. My mother, Dolores Naylor, my grandmother, Arcola Green, my neighbor, Miss Carrie Doss, and the iconic uh, Sharon, I'm sorry, she, I don't know if name, Susan Taylor of the Essence. Uh, establishment. So thank you very much for allowing me to share my sheroes today. Of course. Thank you so much, Madam President. I am so happy that your mother did not stop at seven and she kept on going. And we got to see and feel the warmth and the life of number eight, you, Ms. President Kimley Naylor. And, of course, love, love, love. You said something very powerful in your statement, married and single at the same time, being a married and single woman at the same time, having a family, just know women, if you are out there and you resonated with that statement, you are being noticed. And we appreciate you for being the hero that you are, Ms. Carrie Doss and Ms. Susan Taylor, for making sure that you had that foundation. And that is something that is key as we continue to move forward and be an impactful in the lives of the youth that we are involved in. So thank you so much for sharing, Madam President. 
Good morning and welcome to Nap Week Talks. Ms. Candy Ward, how are you? I am well. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for um, giving me the opportunity to share about my Shiro, my mother, Trudy Mae Ward. And she is my Shiro because she set an excellent example of what being a godly woman is and truly um, reared my brother, sister, and I, um, training us up in the way that we should go. But now that we're old, we won't depart from it. And a lot of times the things that she did, I really thought she was crazy. I was like, this lady crazy. She out here playing this music at 6 a.m. in the morning. I'm trying to sleep. And uh, playing her gospel music or listening to uh, TV and, and, and I would be annoyed. And I find myself doing the same thing, getting up as earlier than that, getting up early in the morning, blasting my gospel music, worshiping, um, listening to sermons on a lot of the same stuff that she did. She encouraged in me reading at a very young age. She had me reading um, in second grade, uh, Pride and Prejudice, Great Expectations, like all of these classics um, books that really created in me a love of reading and a love for creativity and being able to be a storyteller. And she always encouraged that uh, reading in me and buying me whatever books I wanted, taking me to the bookstore uh, weekly, and also my love for the Bible because we had to have Bible study every every morning. Uh, We had morning devotion and getting into the Word and really developing that hunger and thirst for the Word. So she really just laid a tremendous foundation for me. So when I was, so when I left uh, the Bahamas and came here to a whole other country by myself to go to college, um, I wasn't wilding out like, you know, my friends because she set that foundation for me and I never uh, strayed from it. So I thank her for it. I don't think I say it enough that I am definitely thankful that God chose her to be my mother and chose me to be her daughter. And I'm just so appreciative of her, and I love her. So she's my Shiro. So thank you for allowing me to share. Of course, Miss Candy War, and we love, love, love your mother, and of course you, because you just bring your sunshine of warmth into Navwick world. So. I know that you and Dr. Esther Lambert and Kimley, you guys could go on and on and on about your mothers because I've heard some of these stories before. But what I do know, Ms. Kendi, is that this is a great soundbite that you need to come back to marketing, the NABWIC National Marketing Committee, and get to send off to your mom because you said you might not say it enough that you appreciate and love the things that she did. And then the funny thing that I heard, you're actually turning in to your mother. I find myself sometimes doing the same thing. (laughs) You find yourself doing things that your mother was doing as you were growing up. So that is an amazing aha moment when you're catching yourself doing those things, I can imagine. Perfect, perfect. Okay, well, moving right along this morning on Nap Week Talks, we're going to go into one more commercial break as we give you more time to get your nerves out of the way and to hit one on the dial line so you can join in the conversation on sharing or giving your special shout-out to your Shiro during Black History Month on Nap Week Talks.
I'm ready. Are you ready? The time is now to amplify your life and create your signature book. And what better time than this weekend to start moving towards your dreams? You will be amazed at how much you can get done in one weekend if you only knew what to do. Your book journey is waiting for you, so take the first step. Purchase the book, then connect with Ursula Odom, your book coach at Sula 2 Publishing. Ursula10k.com, E-R-S-U-L-A-1-0-K.com. Yes, indeed. You are back listening in to NAVWIC Talks. This morning we are having a conversation with NAVWIC members on Sheroes during Black History Month. So thank you so much for joining in and listening to NAPWIC Talks. Listen, some NAPWIC news you can absolutely use. We will be in North Carolina in April for our Hard Hats and Hills. So, yes, please go over to Eventbrite or our website at www.navweek.org and find out all the latest details and information on the hotel and our different events that we will be hosting that day. So thank you. On the next note, in the studio, we also have NAPWIC member, one of our newest board members. Congratulations on that, Ms. Rhonda Grayer out of Detroit, Michigan, on the line. Good morning, uh, Rhonda. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I know that you have a, an amazing family history going on in Detroit yourself with all of your siblings and your rich family history. So it just gives me butterflies that you had the time to call in to Natwick Cups this morning and share. So who is your Shiro? My my Shiro is is also my mother. And and I will tell you why. She raised, she was a stay-at-home mom, so she too was married and single because my, my I have eight siblings, so my father worked two jobs most of his life to take care of his family. And so she stayed at home and she took care of her children. But the, I respect her and her drive and her tenacity. My mother only made it, she's from uh, Louisiana, and she only made it to the sixth grade. And so she decided as her children were going to school that while we went to school during the day, she went to school during the night to make sure that she graduated as an inspiration to us all. And she made sure that all of her children, that education was really important to them. And so of the nine of us, uh, seven of us have, have advanced uh, degrees, and so that was really important to her. And so she, to see her be able to go back to school after you know so many years, it was you know at least thirty or forty years that she was in school while while we were going to school as well. And so her her tenacity and her drive was inspiring to me, and it's also the reason why. I continued on. I I quit my job and went into construction because I saw what she could do and how hard she worked and how hard she could take care of a family of eight kids and still go to school and still, you know, take care of the home and do all that she did. And so I knew that, that I could do more 
that I was doing. And so she was my inspiration. And as, as, we, as these are roles that women take on all the time, and sometimes they're much harder than just going to work. Because you you know you you carry a lot when you are taking care of children because each child is different and you, each one has its own unique self and and you are fixing them and molding them every single day and they're all being molded differently and her job was huge and I take my hat off. Thank you so much. You could definitely 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 hear the love. Um, going around in the house. So thank you so much for that, Ms. Rhonda Greer. Listen, today on NAPWIC Talks, we are sharing and giving people their roses right now. We are live on NAPWIC Talks in the studio. NAPWIC members are talking and sharing and giving special shout-outs on their heroes. You don't only have to be a NAVWIC member. You can be one of our guests, our listeners, one of our next potential new members. Just join in on the conversation. Press 1 on your phones. But we're going to keep it moving right along as we are getting to the top of the hour of the show, following behind these powerful stories and comments from so many different NAVWIC members. I have to ask, no other than our very own in-house host, Ms. Ursula Odom, to get herself ready to come off a of mute because we just followed up last week's show with her being the featured guest as her Ursula History Store shop has just opened up on 2-2-22. And this individual, as we all know, has a wealth of knowledge so many stories and has rubbed elbows with so many different powerful and known black history figures in the world. So, Ms. Ursula Odom, welcome to NAVWIC Talks and close us out with one of those stories or shared experience or give us a fun fact, a wealth of knowledge on NAVWIC Talks this morning. Good morning, Jada. I kind of knew you were going to do this, and I prepared to talk about Mary McLeod Bethune, but as you called my name, I realized that there was another that I wanted to share. It's someone I've never met. Her name is Jane Sherman. She was a former, well, she was a former enslaved person, and she had multiple children, but two of them were Hattie and Patty. Hattie was the nanny for a lady named Cecile, and Hattie was the grandmother of Doris Reddick and the mother of Quimmy, okay, Quimmy James. <laughs> so if you have a visual, you, you, you would have one daughter on one side and the other daughter on another, one daughter, um, the nanny of one person, and the other daughter, the mother and grandmother of two other women. Well, the reason I brought those up is because the woman on the left was white, the, 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 the child that was being nanny was white, and she became the first white woman to chair the school board in Hillsborough County. The daughter on the right was the grandmother of the first black woman to chair the school board in Hillsborough County. And the woman on the right was also the mother of a woman that a school was named for. 
So this former enslaved woman, Jane Sherman, had three schools, at least, because there is, this family is huge, but these are the three that I know about, three schools in one county named for people that she ultimately nurtured. That's huge. That's um, an unsung hero, Shiro, as you might imagine. Um, and when I look at that, it goes even deeper because her great granddaughter now is teaching young girls how to play golf and enter into the business world with a sense of confidence and an awareness of the games that mother is teaching them. So that's my contribution for today. And I am very proud to to have an association and a role in bringing that story to to the forefront because I wrote the book about Doris Ross Reddick and that's when we uncovered all of these wonderful people still going because Clemmy James, named for her grandmother, and Clemmy Perry, named for Clemmy James, is now doing the same thing with count, countless young girls. So it just goes on and on and on. And now you're hearing about the story, and who knows, maybe one person out there will be inspired as well. And there is someone with their hands up that wants to speak, Jada, um, 8802. I mean, 8882. Okay, Okay, well, thank you so much for sharing that story. And, of course, we already knew you was going to drop knowledge on us this morning. So that's why I had to call and get you off the mic so we could learn more about Jane Sherman. And I wrote the name down because... We need to know more about our unsung heroes. So thank you so much for sharing that and making her name known on Nap Week Talks. So caller that just dialed in, ending in 882, that uh, Ursula just called up. Your mic is open. You are welcome to um, share your story on Nap Week Talks. Good morning. Do you hear me? Yes, good morning. We can hear you. Good morning. Greetings in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. This is Pastor Don Jr., CEO and Council of Sunny Mesa, Arizona. And my hero, Shiro, is my grandmother. She was a school teacher in the school board before the computers were black and green. And she taught me a lot about computers and got me prepared for the society. And she's still alive. She's still kicking. And she's holding it down. She's worked for the school board for 30 years. So I'm in radio now, and I'm here, and I'm happy. I'm excited. Well, thank you so much. An absolutely amazing shout-out to your mother and your shero on Navwick. Your grandma, grandma. on Navwick. Yes, yeah. my mama. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Thank you so much. Absolutely amazing. Well, listen out there, while you are calling in and dropping your last comments on your sheroes on Nav Week Talks, I'm just going to give my shout-out to my own mother, Yolanda Foster, my great-granny, Annie Bell Carson. Hey, we all have some sheroes, some strong bloodlines, 
in our family. So make sure that you are letting these people know that you have much love and or respect for them and that you just see them. Hey, I see you over there doing your thing. And, of course, all of my NAVWIC sisters, special shout out to you for all being heroes in your lane and doing your thing. And, of course, I am a part of the South Florida chapter, so you know we already got our fist up in the air, all the love going around to all of my dearest, closest sisters in NAVWIC world. You have been listening in to NAVWIC Talks. Listen, if you have a goal, a business endeavor, a next big project going on, or some contracts that you might need help with, reach out to NAVWIC. If you want to become a new member, go to NAVWIC. Reach out to NAVWIC. If you need advocacy, reach out to NAVWIC. If you are uh, a college student, young professional, and need some assistance or guidance, or just some support, looking for some educational support, financial tutoring. Hey, we have all of that in NAVWIC under the different committees, such as our National Education Committee. We also have our National Marketing and Communications Committee. And, of course, one of the subcommittees is this podcast show here, NAPWIC Talks Radio Podcast. So if you love listening and you want to volunteer, participate, or lend a hand working on NAPWIC Talks or become our next guest or advertise your business or whatever you have going on and like synergies with NAPWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction, please email us at marketing at org. Or, as always, please go over to our website. All of our different members and leadership and different activities are listed on our website. We love to welcome new members into NAVWIC world at www.navwick.org. Please come and engage with. Listen, Ms. Ann, Ms. Ursula, this has been another absolutely amazing NAVWIC talk show. Until next Wednesday, you know where you can find us every Wednesday at 8.30 a.m. on NAVWIC Talks. Thank you. This concludes our show. Thank you for listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. For more information about NABWIC and our membership, please visit us on the web at www.nabwic.org. We are the voice of black women in construction. Have a great and prosperous day. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.